Ghosts. Murder. A poor mentally ill girl whose every Tumblr post has been scrutinised for clues. Phewee! This is going to be a strange one. And welcome to this week's episode of Cat's Cabinet of Curiosities. I'm Cat, And I'm Tom. And this week is a bit of a dark one. I was going to do a fun conspiracy theory, but I just found myself making excuses not to research it. And I didn't find it as interesting as this one, which I've known about for a while. So I just thought, I'm going to do what I want to do. Fuck (laughs) (laughs) y'all. That's fair enough. We have done quite a lot of episodes about like, and these people believe this. Yeah, and like, it is fun, but after a while it's like, too easy to disprove. I'm just too good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that when I think of this podcast, I think of the phrase, not enough challenge. Yeah. That's, uh, (laughs) That's what it is. And sometimes I'm just reading stuff and I'm just like... Yeah, okay, Stevie Wonder's not really blind. Tell me something new. <laughs> <I don't... laughs> Spoilers for, I assume, future episodes. Yeah, we will do it. Eventually. But, yeah. I'm kind of decided I'm just going to do what I want instead of previously. I was looking at our episode list and I was like, oh, well, we haven't done like a cryptoid one in a while. We should do a cryptoid and then we should do a haunting and then we should do a whatever and was trying to plan it that way. So if it was a nice mix. But, I don't know, I just don't always have inspiration for what I want the episode to be. So I'm just going to do what I want. And if we have, like, five true crimes in a row and then five... We're not going to do five true crimes in a row. But if I we have, not. like, five conspiracies in a row and then five whatever in a row, it's fine. Is it because it's getting more wintry and dark now? Are you, like, more in the mood for crime? Yes. <laughs> in the mood for crime, actually. Mm. <laughs> That's the new fragrance from Dior. Yeah. I also thought I'd recorded this episode before. I thought we, I'd written and recorded it. I don't think so. Yeah. But have we talked about the Cecil Hotel on the podcast before? You know, I think we have, because I think we talked a little bit about morbid tourism. And how isn't that the uh, hotel where people have started to stay there because they're interested in the fact that yeah, uh, a yeah. death, a murder Okay, that makes sense. Because I did remember talking about the Cecil Hotel, but I wasn't sure why. And I thought maybe we'd done this podcast, this episode, but... You probably dreamt it. Yeah. I do have a lot of very mundane, realistic dreams. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, um, what's her name? Elisa Lamb. Yeah, so we're talking about the mysterious death of Elisa Lamb. So by that title, you already know something awful is going to happen to her. Um, And before we get into that series of events, um, I thought we'd talk a little bit about who she was, because you know I like to talk about who someone is before we just go into their grisly death. Yeah, I I think that's important. Yeah. It's respectful. So... She was a Canadian student and 21 at the time of her death. And the thing that I think she's most known for outside of her death or when people hear about her death, the thing that's most important is that she was really active online. 
like on Tumblr especially. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to be active on any social media platform and have it raked by detectives, yeah, I know. Tumblr is the spiciest. I know. Like uh. if people went through, like presumably she also had Facebook or whatever. I don't mm. know, but no one goes through that. I guess it's because it's not a public thing. I'm terrified that one day I'm going to go missing. And people are going to rake my social media for clues. Mm. And they're going to be like, well, there must be something suspicious because look how weird he is. Look at all these and things. And it's just everyone's sharing your Fraser Freezer post. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for those who don't know, I recut uh, Fraser, the sitcom, so that all the characters were replaced with Freezers. And uh, Top notch comedy. It has actually, I think, uh, about 15,000 um, shares on Tumblr. So, Ooh. you know. Wow. Anyway, so uh, back to the <laughs> back to the respectful. Yeah, section. so she loved blogging and she used Tumblr a lot. And if you look at her blogs, she clearly has a huge interest in fashion and art and the aesthetic. Oh, you God. know how like loads of Tumblr blogs are like aesthetic based. Hers is a very, I think, typical Tumblr blog. Like, it's what I would expect from a Tumblr blog. Like, it's a lot of aesthetic art and fashion posts, but then there's also shit posts. And she loves Harry Potter, which I bonded with her immediately on. <laughs> and she loves Rubius Hagrid. And I was like, yes. Um, was it, isn't she sort of from the time, like the golden era, if you like, of Tumblr, where, where yeah. it was most active? So she's only one year older than us. So Really? Well, she would be 27 now, I think we worked out. Yeah, and I'm about to turn 26. Yeah, so, so one or two years, yeah. Yeah. Um, so she went missing in 2013, which I think 2012 was the height of Tumblr, am I wrong? No, it, yeah, I think I joined in 2011. So as far as I'm concerned, that's when it started. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> So she, um, so if you want to look at her blogs, her blog spot is called Ether Fields, which, or Ether Fields, sorry. E T H E R. Yeah, Ether. Ether. I can't pronounce things, okay? Well, I think that's a, that's one that it depends on the context. Oh, okay. How you'd pronounce it. Anyway, she stopped posting on the blog spot in 2012 in favour of her Tumblr, which is called Nouvelle Nouvelle, I think. Excuse me, what? Nouvelle Nouvelle, N-O-U-V-E-L-L-E slash N-O-U-V-E-A-U. They're French ah, words. Yes. You know what that is? That what? is uh, the French word for new in, I think, the feminine and then the masculine ah. forms. So that's How just, do you actually pronounce them? Because I've clearly done it uh, wrong. Nouvelle and Nouveau. Tom is a French He's not French. <laughs> Tom, Tom is a French. French. <laughs> I did French A level and uh, I got a C, or as the French say, a C. So <laughs> I thought you you're really good at French. You're so good at languages. I'm rubbish. I, I can. When we went to Berlin, I swatted up my phrases, and Kat was very impressed that in a restaurant I could say um, a table for two, please, which is einen Tisch für zwei bitte. But then I can't answer any follow-up questions, <laughs> which we would always get. But the thing <laughs> is, is that like when I try to learn languages, like if I use Duolingo or whatever, like I know how to do it on the app. Then it comes to real life, and I'm like. Uh, uh <laughs> what? <laughs> Jabba, <laughs> help me. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry we keep 
going off on a tangent. It's our first time recording in a while, so we're getting back into the swing. Um, it's also likely that I think her Tumblr makes it fairly clear that she suffered from mental illnesses. I'm not going to go through all of the posts that point to that. I mean, a lot of people on Tumblr reblog things that are like too deep, you know? Yeah. Like, but it, hasn't Tumblr always traditionally been a sort of um, meeting place for people with mental health issues? Yeah, as well? I think so. So. And she, like, it's not just that I'm reading into she reblogged something fake deep. Um, she had been diagnosed with bipolar and depression. And she was on four different medications to treat them at the time. Four. Which four seems like a lot to me. Mm. I was under... I assumed that... Because with depression, you normally just get one antidepressant. Yeah. I assumed with bipolar, it would just be... A, normally, isn't it, I thought it would just be a higher dose of a regular antidepressant if there's any bipolar podcast fans in the house get at us on social media yeah how many meds uh, are you on <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's all go around the room and say exactly what mental health medication we're on <laughs> fun bonding activity <laughs> yeah i thought four was quite a lot but i could be completely wrong um don't so know. i don't want to read too much into it but uh, did, so did she talk specifically about she was bipolar and stuff? no she didn't talk about well i didn't but she's got a lot of posts, so I wasn't able to go through every single one. Yeah. Um, but her parents, I think, said she was bipolar. Um, and they did find traces of all her prescription. Well, I don't actually think her parents said it, but they found out what her prescriptions were and knew what she had from that. Yeah. Because um, I think her parents were a little bit um, shut off about her mental illness or like it was a secret at the beginning. Oh, right. Um. Mm. Or at least while she was alive, it was kind of a bit of a secret. But I suppose the the further back you go in time, even in 2012, there was just that teensy bit more stigma about yeah, the mental yeah. health. It's only the kind of the past few years it's almost become everyone's fake trying to get involved. Yeah. And be like, yay, mental health. Great. <laughs> um, and so she had to drop several classes because of her mental illnesses. And she was posting on her Tumblr how she was worried about wasting her life and stuff like that. So it was clear she wasn't in a great place. But equally, her parents say that she never had any suicidal tendencies, which, you know, they wouldn't necessarily know. Um, Whomst amongst us has not told Tumblr, I'm wasting my life and I'm worried? Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I've, I've at least expressed it, you know. And a lot of, of the Fraser. stuff was like... I think people, a lot of the people online have read too much into the things she's reblogged. Is she a bit of a um, fascination online? Yeah. People go through her Tumblr quite a lot. Ugh. Um, which sucks because to me, like, to me, Twitter and Facebook are kind of fair game. But for some reason, Tumblr is private. Like, yeah. <laughs> to, like I don't know why it's more... T Tumblr is the one social network where you don't meet someone and go, oh, hey, follow me on Tumblr. Yeah. Like, you, you don't do that. Yeah. You more likely like, have the conversation, ah, oh, did you find my Tumblr? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's weird. Um, so I, I don't particularly like everyone going through it. That being said, I've gone through it quite a lot also. So, <laughs> okay. you know, yeah, I kind of, 
I feel weird about making these episodes because so when I was searching for Elisa Lam, I went on YouTube and I searched Elisa Lam and this song came up. Oh, yes. Yeah, I showed it to Tom. This song came up. Shit. (laughs) <laughs> and it's called Elisa Lamb. And what, I don't know what genre it is. It was, it's a sort of, um, I guess almost like a cyberpunky kind of, like Grimes, but more metal. Okay. You know, kind of electronic. Um, I don't mean goth, to say it's shit. It's goth. not my thing. It's, it's bad. I mean, it is shit. <laughs> I, I have a degree in music technology and I can tell you it's shit. <laughs> but Tom, you can't be... If you use that every time you thought my music was shit, which you do. I have. Oh. <laughs> so my logic is consistent, even if it's wrong. Anyway, and all of their other songs were about like serial killers or whatever. And that's kind of like... Writing a song about a serial killer is one thing. But writing a song about Elisa Lam and including bits about how awful it was drowning to death and imagery in the video of her being possessed. I mean, the video is basically an actress who looks like Elisa yeah, Lam walking around part of, yeah. and then being possessed by a demon and going ape shit at the end when the bass drops. Yeah, I don't then, know if that's the tribute I would want if I Exactly. Died. It just seems like... I don't know. It, when I first watched it, I was really like... You're a dick. Why would you do this? But then I'm thinking, I'm making it. I don't know. It's I, th- I think there's a foggy grey territory mm. making content about people who have died. Like, it, yeah. And we've spoken about this before about yeah, the sort we of have. Um, the fine line of morbid curiosity and distaste. Yeah, vo- almost like voyeurism, like mm. death voyeurism. Um, but I think there's a difference between looking at a case and doing a song. That is not even a bop, right? It's, it doesn't even jam or slap. No, it neither bad. grinds uh, nor crashes. I mean, I like Britney, so it's like <laughs> <laughs> if Britney did a song about like John Bonet Ramsey, oh well, no, it would have to be a pretty good song, <laughs> no matter how much she was like grinding on a dancer. Oh god, you know? yeah. Um, it's Britney, bitch. Anyway, yeah. So now we're going to come to the story of her death, which is kind of the point of this episode. Um, When she went missing, she was not, like, at home. She comes from Canada, but she went travelling and visited, like, several places in California in 2013. So this is January 2013. Uh, She went to L.A., where she checked into the Cecil Hotel, which we have discussed before. We have. Um, and that's located like near Skid Row, super dodgy area of LA with a huge homeless population. And while I was researching Elisa Lam, I read, I read loads about Skid Row. And Jesus Christ, cops are shit. They're awful. Why? What do they do? So Skid Row is basically a tent city where homeless people pitch their tents because they're not allowed to sleep anywhere else in the city except for Skid Row. Mm. So it's essentially they've put them all into this ghetto, but then the police come around every morning and make them pack up their tents every single morning because they're not allowed... So they're allowed to put up their tents at night, but they have to take their tents down every day. Like, it takes me... How long does it take you to put up a tent? Tents are difficult to put up. They are They are tricky. Imagine doing it every single day. Anyway. It's tricky enough when you're on a middle-class camping holiday in Wales yeah. <laughs> and, you know, 
mum and dad have the instruction manual out and they're giving everyone a pole and each kid <laughs> gets to put a pole into the tent. That is, well, maybe that's harder actually than being one man. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I don't know. It's not good. And they just seem to, like, not care about the people on Skid Row. And it's it's just a super dodgy place with a huge, like, homeless population. And I think because it's so run down, it attracts a lot of crime and stuff like that. Um, which sucks. And yeah. that's where the Cecil Hotel is. And it's... So well, it's, totally, um, yeah. it's it's around the area, or it's, like, literally on the road? Literally, like, off, just off Skid Row. Right. Like, very close. Um, and she so she checked in two days after arriving in LA, and we're not entirely sure where she stayed for the first two days, um, but she did check in with her parents every single day. So we can assume she stayed somewhere we're just not entirely sure where and then she went to the cecil hotel yeah and let if me tell you she's a student you, then yeah. you know i've yeah. been a student i've stayed in crap places yeah. um yeah. you haven't stayed somewhere like the cecil hotel tom jesus no. it is fucked <laughs> <laughs> so it was built in the 1920s and i i think we've said some of this in the previous episode but so much shit has happened in it. So there's been, like, suicides. A man jumped out of a window and landed on someone in the street underneath and killed him. Jeez. There are, there's quite a few murders that have taken place there. Two serial killers have stayed there while actively killing. And, like, look, if you... There's a whole Wikipedia page dedicated to deaths and murders at the cecil <laughs> hotel like so the cecil hotel has wow. its own wikipedia page yeah. then it's got a whole new page for deaths and murders if you own a hotel that has its own wikipedia section for tragedies <laughs> occurring in your hotel just 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 go open a hotel somewhere else yeah <laughs> honestly like why are you continuing this as a business? Well, they tried to rebrand it, and they've, it, it's not... <laughs> How are you ever going to do, like, a poster that says Cecil Hotel? No one else has died. Well, they've or... changed the, ho- the name. It's technically called Stay on Main, but everyone still calls it the Cecil. Like, it's the Cecil. Right. It, everyone online calls it the Cecil. It's not Stay on Main. They've tried to rebrand it, and it didn't work. It's the hotel that the American Horror Story Hotel is based on. So that gives you an idea of a kind of inside and how it looks and stuff. Yeah. Does it have a rotating cast inside as well? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she initially shared a room with some strangers, presumably like a hostel. Um, you know, like how mm. there's like four bunks in a room or whatever. Right. Um, but they complained about her odd behaviour and she was moved to a room of her own. Now, we don't know what the odd behaviour was. Did they not go into it? Well, that's what... So they told management, she's acting strange. We don't want to be in a room with her. So they moved her. Management didn't ask any more questions. And as far as I can tell, the police just never tracked these people down. Mm. Or if they did, it hasn't been released to the press. And maybe it was difficult to track from... Like, when you're travelling, like, maybe you don't... I don't know if they didn't put their real name or... I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like a dodgy hotel, so I don't know how uh, thorough... Yeah, and we don't... So that's the thing, like, they say she was acting strangely. We don't know what that means. That could be anything. if they're telling the truth, even. They just might not want her in their room. Yeah. I don't know. Um, And then we know the morning she disappeared, she'd spoken to the owner of a bookstore nearby, 
and that's the last sighting of her except for the lift video which we'll talk about in a minute it's a very infamous video so she talked to the owner of this bookstore who said she seemed really nice and normal and friendly and was talking about how she was getting gifts for her parents and oh. she was wondering about whether she could carry the heavy books because she was going to travel around i think other places in california or go back home and she wasn't sure if she could carry if they were too heavy or whatever so it seemed like she had plans for what she was going to do and she didn't seem to be acting strangely um so then two days after she'd been moved into her private room the same day she saw this bookstore owner she stopped contacting her parents and she used to call them every single day yeah and instantly they called the police and flew out to LA. Like, they just oh, knew wow. something was wrong. Because she was supposed to call them every single day. They didn't call her that day. They didn't call her the next day. They were like, okay. She's dead. Something's well, bad. Yeah, something's happened. I'm calling the police. You need to sort this out. Wow. With my family, it would have to be about... It would have to be a number of weeks that you've not contributed to the group chat to insult <laughs> someone else before they were like, do you think Tom's feeling okay? <laughs> so, well. Yeah, I don't know. I, because I'm so awful at my phone, where if someone calls me, I usually don't answer. If someone texts me, sometimes I just forget to reply. Yep. I think I it could that. be a while before people think I'm missing. Yeah. I would notice, because we live together. Well, yeah. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> apart from that, if we both went missing. Yeah. When I used to live up in York, like by myself, well, I lived with like nine others, but we didn't really know each other that well and they wouldn't know my schedule. Sometimes I'd like be walking home late at night and I'd think like, if I get kidnapped now, how long is it going to take for someone to work it out? <laughs> yeah, we need some kind of system where um, like you have to press a button at the same time every night. And if you don't press it, then it like sends out an alarm to people or something. So you don't need to like That's text people. That's an awful idea. What if you're out? You take the button with you. Oh, it's a move. So you mean what you want me to do? I could just text you every day at the same time saying, okay, send. <laughs> I, I mean, ideally. <laughs> yeah. Just, although you, your phone is often flat. Look... That's I don't I charge it, button. so <laughs> it's I don't not see how that's my fault. <laughs> it's just because I don't do that. <laughs> uh, so, so they flew out to LA straight yeah, away. Yeah, and then the police searched the hotel, although they did not search every single room. So they claimed they needed uh. probable cause for a crime to be committed to search every room. So they searched her room and the public areas but not every room. So I can I can understand that. Yeah. If you're still in the early throes of a missing person's case. Yeah, it's it's this weird dilemma where with a missing person the first 24 hours are the most important, but they're also the time they're most likely to turn up. So it's like if someone goes missing, yeah, it's difficult about whether you instantly put all eyes on it and try to get everyone to yeah. Yeah. I think the parents weren't very happy about it, which I think is understandable. But I, I mean, I can imagine if your daughter goes missing, you're going to talk to all the managers. Yeah. Um, so I did release a video to the public, which is incredibly unsettling, and we're going to watch it. So it's Elisa Lam in a lift or elevator. I'll refer to it exchangeably, lift and elevator. 
The version we're watching is just under four minutes long. Um, if you want to watch it yourself, it's titled Elisa Lam Video and is published on YouTube by Dennis Romero. Don't know who that is. His other videos are weird. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd love to have a, an episode like all to all to himself yeah. well not weird just like random like he just posts random things yeah i mean if you're if you're posting this sort of video it, yeah you're gonna have a variety channel this has got 24 million views yeah yeah not surprisingly no advert has come up but yeah would... i don't think it should i think that's yeah. good for dennis because if you're monetizing <laughs> elisa lamb's video like anyway yeah. so it's a silent video it's a cctv camera it's four minutes long. I'm going to get Tom to watch it for the first time ever and react to it and describe what's going on. Oh, man. Okay. Okay. Ready? I've got it so I don't need sound or, or anything no, like no. that. All right. And play. So a lift door is opening and there's that Elisa, I'm guessing, in yeah. the red. Yeah, red jumper. She's stooping. I Yeah, she's found a button. She's she just stepped back. So she's pressing all of the buttons in the lift. Was that all the buttons? Yeah. Now she's she's looking again at the... She's looking out the door. Ooh. That's a bit weird. The sudden jump out. Yeah, just to sort of peek out the... And now she's hiding in a corner. But it's kind of, it's hard to tell whether she's being weird or, like, playful. Yeah. She's, I want to peek outside again. Why is the lift not moving? Hmm... We'll talk about that I mean, after. she's standing in the door. Seems concerned. Just peeking out again. <laughs> There's a lot of sort of sudden jerky movements. Yeah. And a bit of a dance routine. <laughs> yeah, she does a lot of strange movements in the whole thing. So she's just out of shot now, but she does come back in. Yeah. Yeah, it's just her arm in shot. So we don't know what she's doing at this point. No, I, this is all we know. This is all we've got. So we have no idea if there's someone outside talking to her hmm. or if, she, yeah, we've no. Okay, she's coming back in. Do, do we know what time this was from? No. So you see in the bottom corner, there's like a time thing that's been blurred out. Yeah. The police have done that. So we don't know. Oh, okay. She almost seems like she could be sort of tipsy. Yeah. Like, not drunk. She's not stumbling drunk, but she's tipsy enough to be a bit silly. But the thing is, like... Pressing more buttons. Watch her now when she's doing that thing with her hands. She's kind of got her hands splayed out and is... Yeah. Like, she's, uh, she's... talking to someone or describe... Like, you know how some people talk with their mm. hands? Yeah, she's sort of twisting them about. And then... It's like sign language or something. Mm. This is... Um, I wish I knew more about bipolar disorder because I don't know what like an episode of that looks like. Yeah. Well, a lot of bipolar is kind of manic and then depressive. I don't think a lot of... Having it, a psychotic delusions. episode is different from right. bipolar. Yeah. So she's basically gone from... I don't think she's anything gone. else comes from the video, but the next, I think, minute is just the empty lift and the door opens and closes a couple of times. So right. we don't need to watch the rest of it unless you want to. Uh, I don't know. It's closing. 
This is great content. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I think I think we don't need to watch anymore. What yeah. did you make of that video then? It, I think it's super creepy. It is. It is. Well, it almost doesn't come across as creepy to me. It, it's like it's almost comes across to me as the actions of someone who's by themselves and a bit quirky, and like when no one's around, you know. It is weird. It do, it seems like she's having something mental happening. Yeah. But like when I'm by myself, sometimes if I have like an imaginary conversation in my head, my mouth might start moving or something. Yeah, but like there's that. a difference between your mouth moving and jumping in and out of the lift mm. and gesturing with your hands and cowering in the corner and stuff like that. There's a difference, I think, between. But it's, it's a lot. Yeah. Like, it's not just, oh, she wants me, like... Because sometimes if you're, like, just by yourself, you might, I don't know, do something dumb. But I don't know how much... It, it seems like a sort of, um, almost like an avant-garde sort of uh, theatre, dancey yeah. sort of thing. And it is quite playful. Like, she, I don't think she mm. looks scared. No, she's... That's why I thought she might be tipsy or something. Mm. It looks like, you know, the the movie version of Rent... When that person does the jump over the moon uh, uh, art piece, yeah, yeah, and yeah. she's like moving her arms about and stuff, yeah. So it reminded me of that. I, I can see that. I yeah. I think it's creepier than you do. I find it quite unsettling watching it. I, I, yeah. I don't know. It's hard to say. It, it, it's weird. So some of the like hand splaying stuff. The hand splaying is, very... is creepy. Um, and just I because I didn't see at first what she was doing with the buttons. I thought she was just crouching to work out which button to press. She but crouched so she... and looked, and then she started from the top and pressed every single button on the way down. Oh, so she didn't sort of slide her hand across no, the wall or anything like that. No, she purposely pressed like boop 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 all of them. So I don't know if she was... It's really difficult to know just from that video, I think. It's interesting. But yeah, not much you can say from it, really. No, I think we can say that she didn't... Yeah, I guess we can't even say that she wasn't acting normally because maybe that she's just straight. The, yeah, the people in the room had said she was acting a bit odd. I just It's hard to without knowing this person to know like how they acted yeah or maybe she had moments of whimsy where she'd you know move a bit weird or be but a bit it quirky. definitely could be that she's having a psychotic break oh I yeah think. totally yeah. like i think it does look like she's having a conversation with someone and mm. i don't think that person is real or there like i some people online think that someone she's talking to someone who's actually there who's just outside shot mm um and rare the killer or whatever i don't think that's true because i think if you saw someone acting like that jumping in and out of the lift like yeah i think if she saw someone and started talking to them she'd almost snap back to being a bit more normal i get mm. actually if she is having a psycho i was thinking she was just being quirky yeah. but if she was having a psychotic episode then i guess yeah. Any um any mentally ill podcast fans listening, and I'm sure there's lots of you, if anyone's ever had a you know, 
delusional episode mm. yeah get in yeah. touch <laughs> or you can slide into our dms privately um yeah or just don't talk to us that's also fine yeah you don't have <laughs> you don't have to <laughs> <laughs> it's not like a law or anything <laughs> some people think the video is altered and i think it's in, it's difficult to tell I it's don't almost too low think. quality to be altered yeah you think as in well, people think it's been slowed down or sped up in certain places um let me have another look because yeah. i'm used to watching um well that's why i thought i'd ask you because you're a video editor yeah so i'm i'm sort of at the point where i can sort of not quite tell the frame rate of a video but i can sort of tell you if it's like a high frame rate or yeah. a low chunky frame rate um you usually get like a really low frame rate with um oh yeah, yeah. with cctv Let's have a look. It, it's definitely not many frames. Mm. So it's sub... I'd probably say it's sub 25, which is the sort of standard in the UK. Um, but the movement of her hair and stuff is quite quite natural, so I don't, I don't think the speed has been altered. So that what bit people, where people she, think it's... Sorry, I'm, I'm just watching again. That bit where she sticks her head out really quick and looks either way and then jumps back in. I don't I know. I think I'm just about to see it. Or she's just done it. She might have just done it. I think she's just done it. Hold up. Yeah, and she like sticks her head out and then... And then she goes into the corner and then she looks out again. Mm. The speed seems fine to me yeah and i don't think it can have been altered much because the quality is quite low mm. so what you'd have to do if you're going to digitally alter stuff is have a higher quality video and then do your editing and then sort of pixelate it all a little bit to sort of hide but it's um, a good quality to, to hide the edits that you've made oh right um it's hard to explain but like you would you'd either have to edit it really really well or what i would probably do is distort it Anyway, this has been a video editing corner with Tom (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I yeah, I don't think it's been altered because what's the point? What's the point? Why do people think it's been altered, or what do they think it's been altered for? They think it's a police cover up where they think they've cut out a part. Most people think that it was either a murder, a suicide, or ghosts. (laughs) <laughs> Which we'll get into. Ah, <laughs> oh, there's always ghosts. But um, some people take the alternative route of the police did it. And I have no idea why, because I don't think there's... I didn't even write it as one of the theories we're going to talk about, because I don't think there's any that. any reason to think that. Like, yeah. it comes... If she was murdered, maybe it was randomly by a police dude, and the police are covering it i just don't think they are like i don't think there's any reason to think that they are no i mean isn't that random that people are suspicious of the american police well yeah i can see why in skip people in skid row think that the police did it i'm not gonna lie (laughs) (laughs) but in this case it seems if if it was like a homeless person or someone causing trouble i'd be more likely to believe that anyway so now's our last so that was the last video or ever sighting of her yeah and now we're going to get into the nasty bit Okay, content warning, nasty bits. Yeah, I don't know what to tag this at because it's so gross and strange. Guests started to complain about water pressure being low. 
the water being a black colour when it came out of the tap. And worst of all, they said that the water tasted bad. And it was because when they went up to the water tank, they found Elisa's decomposing body in the water tank. Fucking hell. Which is the grimmest thing I can imagine. Do you want to hear the worst, not the worst thing about this, but something awful the Cecil Hotel did? I, I'm I'm imagining awful things they could have done. They didn't tell people. What? They just let people keep drinking the water for another day or so after the body was discovered. No. Yeah. They just let people drink the water. What, while And the body was still in there? Well, they got the body taken out, but they didn't clean the water. It was still black, like... Jeez. So Why? They, they, they found the water... Sorry, they found the body in the water tank. Obviously, they then called the police who came and, like, extracted her. But that probably... That took a very a long time. That takes more than just a couple of hours. Because they, yeah, ha- yeah, they yeah. couldn't You've just pull her out the top. They had to, like, drill a hole in it to get it, her out and stuff. Oh, man. The whole time... It was only when people who stayed there saw on the news that they stopped drinking the water. Like, really? It's insane. That is some hotel porter who's got too distracted by how horrible the news is to actually yeah. tell anyone. Yeah. So she was found naked and all her clothing that she was wearing, um, so the clothing we saw in the video, was floating in the water around her. Right. But... But it was off. Yeah, she wasn't wearing it. Hmm. Do we know if it was sort of looked torn or just no, or not anything torn. like it that? It didn't look torn. No. Right. Well, it's it's kind of difficult to tell when it's been in there a it's, while. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah. Um, How long had the body been in there? So she went missing on the thirty first of January, yeah. and her body was found on the morning of February the nineteenth. So oh, over right. two weeks. Yeah. Nineteen days. Probably. Presuming she died on the 31st. God, that's a long... That's a lot of people who have been drinking... That's a lot of water. <sighs> that's a that lot. That you would consume and bathe in. I guess after you'd sort of noticed it tasted bad, maybe you'd start buying bottled water or something instead. But um... I think after it turned black, I'd stop drinking it personally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd... Yeah. Wouldn't be well up for it. Um... So, also, her clothes were covered in a sand-like particulate. Don't know... Okay. We don't know what it is, and as far as we know, it's never been tested. Vague. Yeah, and that's all we know about that. It's in the report, and we have no idea. And as f- not many people have a theory about it. Like, people bring it up as a, ooh, what's this? We don't know what this is, but... There's no obvious explanation but, yeah, or anything. D- or speculation. I'm just going to make a note here for people who know the case well and have seen theories about it online. So her mobile phone wasn't found with her. And some people online make a huge deal about this. Like, why is her mobile phone gone? Someone must have taken it. Um, But she'd posted on her blog earlier in the trip that she'd lost her phone. So I don't know why people are uh, clinging on to it. I don't know. Yeah, that seems like an explained thing. Um, so tests said there was no evidence of sexual assault, but given the decom- like decomposition, it's, it's difficult to tell. And her rape kit was never tested. 
because rape kits kits are never tested. What never? There's a huge backlog. It's really rare that rape kits get not really rare. But it's rape kits are not actually tested that often. A lot of the time they're taken and never tested. There's right. mi- like I think that I I read the figure out. There's loads. Is it is it something backlog. like? Oh, it's expensive, so we won't bother testing it unless it seems like we need to, or something. Well, the thing is, or... it's like you clearly need to, because otherwise, why wouldn't you? Have, why did you take it if you didn't need to? Mm. And a lot of the time, it's not tested unless someone's going to court, which is like, well, maybe you can use the evidence before, like, before you're trying to build a case. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Actually, Kamala Harris is doing a big, we should test all the rape kits we've got thing, which is, she's she's right. Like, yeah. why are you not testing them? She's correct. Yeah. But also she does like putting people in prison. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I shouldn't wade into American politics. No, not again. No. <laughs> <laughs> not after the shit show we've got. I feel like we can't say anything now. Oh, yeah, true. We We do... Did you see that Banksy painting recently that sold and it was the House House of Commons but all the politicians were monkeys and it sold for like two million pounds? Oh I think the fact that that is our political system and that people are buying Banksy paintings <laughs> I think are two indictments of British culture. Yeah. So her toxicology results were incomplete because again the decay makes it really difficult and she didn't have very much blood and stuff like that mm. that they could test. So they found traces of the medication she'd been taking, um, but we can't say for sure if or when she stopped taking them. So we don't know if she was on her medication at the time of her death. Um, so here's where we get to the strange stuff. Um, the doors and stairs that access the hotel's roof are locked and should have triggered an alarm. Um, and the only way she could get up there without triggering, triggering the alarm was the fire escape, which is kind of weird because why would you go up the fire escape when there's stairs that go to a roof that you could just take? It's Because how would she know that they were alarmed? So it's not like you get up to the top of the stairs and you see a door that says this door is alarmed. Not as far as I can tell, no. Right. There's also the question of how she got into the water tanks since they're tall Mm. and there's no ladder that's, like, fixed to them. And you said they had to, like, drill a hole to get her out. So a lot of people do use that. It's because of the equipment they had to use to lift her out. Oh, okay. So the the way she would have got in if she got in by herself or if someone put her in there was to lift the lid on top and climb in that way. Although the lids are super heavy, so workers had to use a ladder to get up to the like top of the tanks. Mm. So she would have had to like have a lot of determination to find the ladder, put it up against the tank, and lift the really heavy lid to climb in. It just seems like a lot. And then presumably kick the ladder away or something. If, yeah, if there wasn't a ladder I, yeah. found next to it. Well, we don't. Yeah, and we don't know if the lids were on or off when the police found it like there's no way she could close the lid behind her and yeah. there's no way that 
Yeah, she couldn't close the lid behind her and it wouldn't just fall shut. But some people, some of the police have said that it was open. Some of them have said it was closed. So we're not sure. It's, it's really annoying when, like, simple things like that... Police don't do that. their fucking job, yeah? Ooh. Sorry. Ooh, wow. <laughs> I felt the rage. Uh, yeah. It's just there's so many true crime cases out there that could have been solved if people did their jobs. Yeah. I, I, can, I can understand a bit, because yeah. I imagine in the normal course of your day as a police officer, you don't stumble across, like, a cold case mystery murder yeah, very I, often. Yeah. So you're probably just wandering around being like, this is kind of a uh, procedure. And then, like, a, a really serious case like that happens, and you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Um, I, I can understand. So the strangest thing of all was that her Tumblr blog has been updated after her death. What? A lot. A lot. She disappeared on the 31st of January 2013. Her last post was on the 10th of December 2013, almost a full year after her death. So what? nine posts were made on the day she dis. I'm saying the 31st is the day of her death. It's the day she disappeared and the day I assume she died. Yeah. So nine posts were made that day. All of them were reblogs. Um, and the last post she actually wrote was on the 29th, so before she went missing. So none of the posts after she went missing were like ones she wrote. They were all reblogs. For people who aren't um, don't know Tumblr, yeah. a reblog is essentially like retweeting or just sharing something. Yeah. So you don't have to write anything. You're You're just clicking share and then it turns up on your page, your yeah. feed. You know how sharing on Facebook works, because <laughs> everyone is on Facebook. So um, everything after... So, so nothing was written after she disappeared, no, but it was all no. it was reblogs. Right. So then the day after she went missing, there were nine posts. Between February the 2nd and February the 15th, there were about 10 posts made every day. All of them reblogs again. And from the consistency, we can probably say that those ones were done by an automatic queue. You know yeah. how Tumblr has the queue. Oh, yes. And that used to be a thing people did a lot then. Yeah. For some reason, not just sharing stuff when you see it, but, but like adding it queuing to the queue. it to come up regularly. Yeah. Or something. So up until the 15th of February, which is about two weeks after her death, something like that. Yeah. Um... There were 10 posts, about nine, between nine and 11, I counted. It was long. Um, about 10 posts were made every day. All of them were reblogs. I think it was for Q. Um, however, after that date, her Tumblr seems to post randomly. So on the 16th of Feb is the last day where like regular posts are made and four uploads are made. And I'm presuming that those are the last of this Q she made. Yeah. However, two days after that, a post is made. Then nine days after that post, there's another post. Two days after that, one day after that, 18 days after that, seven days after that. There's no pattern. And there's more more after that. Like, I just didn't want to list one of them. So the last post is about a year after she went missing. And that was made on the 10th of December 2013 and that was 161 days after the previous post so the post before that one and even more than that after and she went even missing loads of, almost yeah, a year almost a year since she died yeah. yeah um 
So I suspect the one on the 10th of December was set to publish on the 10th of December or sometime in December since it was Christmassy looking. So maybe she saw it in summer and was like, I don't want to reblog that now because it's not Christmas. I'll set the date for it to be published on the 10th of December. Yeah. But the others, I have no idea why she'd set them to publish on specific days. Like some of them are like fashion, but then some of them are like, there's a video of something to do with Zelda, but it's like a meme, I think. I don't know. Okay, Grandma. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I don't know. If she was a bit quirky, as it is, she could have whimsically set things to reblog in months' time or something. And also, Tumblr, if we're honest, is not the most like secure, encrypted yeah. website on the planet. So... I feel like if someone had hacked her and done it, they would have posted more than a fashion. Like these were these were in keeping with what she would have posted. It's just bizarre that she set them to post randomly on random day. Like yeah. I can't think of how you would do that on Tumblr. Like it's bizarre, but the alternative explanation is that she faked her death. And then accidentally reblogged posts on her <laughs> so main. She had, a, she had a side blog. And, yeah. <laughs> and then she was like, oh shit, I'm dead on this blog. <laughs> so you can schedule it and then write whatever. So the only thing I can think is that she tried to schedule it for a different time and it just came up at a. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm not sure how much you can read meaning into the queue of a tumblr person mm. in 2012 yeah but it is unusual i'll give you that yeah so we come on to the theories the theories uh which one do you want to go over first there's the accident due to mental illness slash maybe suicide uh cecil hotel is evil and it's ghosts <laughs> or she was murdered um, Which one do you think is least likely to be true? Maybe we should well, go from least likely to most likely. Okay, I think least likely is that the hotel itself is evil and there's ghosts. I think it's more likely that you're in an intensely deprived and high crime area and that a murder happens. You but think the murder's the most likely? I, but No, but I think suicide is even more likely oh, than okay. that. Um, Let's talk about ghosts then. Okay. First. Let's talk about ghosts, baby. I think it's a ghost. What? I think it's a ghost. You th- okay. Uh, oh, is that the theory? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you should do like a whole, um, like, you know, with your uh, academic work, you have to do a big abstract on the yeah. front. And you do all this, like, work, and then you turn the page and it just says, I think it's a ghost. <laughs> and then you turn the page again and it's just a list of references. <laughs> and, like, that's the whole argument. Okay, here, here's here's why it might be a ghost. Okay. Okay. It's not, but fine. You don't... You, Tom, okay. Because other people have killed themselves in the hotel. Maybe they've all been possessed by ghosts. It might not be a ghost. It might be a poltergeist. Oh, I mean, you know, <laughs> potato, potato. Uh... And maybe, like, her odd behaviour can be down to the fact that she was possessed. Like, why... Like... If she was suicidal, why would she... You're on a roof. 
Why wouldn't you jump? Um, okay, several points. Mm. One, if you are in a psychotic episode of some sort mm. and you're suicidally, you know, having a bad mental time, the, the logic may not be firing on all cylinders. I guess. Two, isn't isn't there some urban myth that um, if you drown to death that you feel quite nice at the end because you get a sudden rush of niceness? Oh, and I'd would... always heard that drowning was literally the worst death you oh, can imagine. Oh, is it the worst one? It's it either is. the worst it's or awful. the best. I can't imagine anything scarier. Oh, I mean, it's nightmarish, but I heard that as, like... Like, and I'm talking the very, very end. I mean, yeah, but really any time you die, it's going to be great. Yeah, I mean, all the maybe, times, maybe all the we times shouldn't... I've died. Yeah. <laughs> maybe we shouldn't. <laughs> no. What's the best death to... No. Because um... she would have... So her thought... Pro... I, I know we can't rationalise, but I'm going to try. Because it's to me, it's so bizarre to find a ladder... And climb into the water tank with the express purpose of killing yourself mm. when you're on a roof could easily jump and get you don't guarantee that you die by going into a water tank because you can swim and you will keep afloat it's, it's really difficult to drown yourself as your body will automatic you have to wait until you're so exhausted like it's just a really awful horrible way to go it is it is awful. Could have been also, as part of her detachment from reality, been wanting to go for a swim or something. Maybe and that's why yeah. I close her off because she's having a swim. But this is all speculation. Yeah. What is too much speculation is that there's ghosty times. Well, someone has seen a ghost there, Tom. So I don't know okay. about you. Have they though? Do you want me to show you a photo of a ghost at the Cecil Hotel? <laughs> Are you going to show me just like a selfie from a ghost's Instagram and he's just like, hey, and he's tagged at Cecil Hotel? Okay, one minute. Oh, you're going to actually show me, show me photo proof. This is it, guys. This is the episode where we prove that ghosts are real. It's got a nice red circle around it for you. Oh, good. That's how you know it's, um, you know, good evidence. Oh, do you want me to send it to you? I thought you were going to do that. That's probably a good idea. <laughs> Even though... <laughs> You're just going to look at it and be like, no, it looks like this. <laughs> and I'll take it on trust. My favourite thing about this photo is that there's a huge red circle in the middle of it. Even Like, the red circle takes up most of a pic. Like, you didn't need to circle the whole picture. <laughs> It's just a kind of frame at that point. Okay, what is this photo though? <laughs> it's a ghost. <laughs> this this has this has fewer pixels than like the game Pong. <laughs> the, you might have you can put a red circle around like a carpet or you know a throw rug and be like, oh look, it's a ghost. What is this meant to? I guess I can sort of no, I no nothing. I've zoomed in. I can see less. I'm sending you another ghost. If you Google Cecil Hotel ghost, you'll find several photos of ghosts. Probably. That second one does look more like a ghost, but um, I can't remember the name of the 
thing but there's a thing about how humans like see faces in yeah everything. like how we see them in trees even though because we want to see other people <laughs> we want to see other people it's quite cute yeah um, that's that's not that's not doing it for me on the ghost front um these photos if i remember there'll be some link to them in show notes or or they'll be tweeted out or something if you just google it you'll see you'll see so, just cecil hotel ghosts yeah just yeah. Google image search. You'll you'll find some gems. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the photos haven't convinced you. Uh, no, no. I don't know what else I can show you, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it would like proof would be nice, or uh, a video, or some sort of recording. Well, I showed you the poltergeist, the Enfield poltergeist. Do you remember, like our second episode, and you weren't buying that recording, so. No, because that sounded like a child doing a really good impression of the cookie monster. <laughs> so, you don't think that there's a small... Okay, no. I was going to say, maybe there's a small possibility that all of the deaths at the Cecil Hotel have been attributed to a ghost. A, a ghost. Um... Maybe it's a lonely ghost who wants more ghosts. <laughs> oh no <laughs> stop trying to write future pixar films <laughs> what a ghost murderer who murders other people so people will be with his friend yeah i think that would make a good film that would make a good f- it's pr- i mean it, it probably is it's quite yeah. a simple horror plot well that's not to roast your ideas i can't believe you've said that <laughs> can't believe you've done this i can't believe you've done this um there was another point I had for throw ghost and I've forgotten it. Oh no, my point was anti-ghost. Well, yeah, probably. Cecil Hotel's been around so long and it's in a really dodgy area. Yeah. People are going to die there. People are going to die there. It's, um... Yeah, sometimes it's not ghosts. Sometimes it's, um... You know, the poverty. bottom end of capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it, it's it's poverty and the disparate nature of society. So which one do you think is the next most likely? Um okay, so ghosts were at the bottom. Mm-hmm. I think I think I put murder I'm not sure. Murder's kind of equal with suicide. Hmm. I find it difficult. Yeah. But I'd say it's slightly less likely just because murders are rarer than suicides. Yeah. I also think everything that can be explained by a murder can be explained equally well by the suicide angle. Like, her being naked I don't think means it wasn't a suicide. Yeah. Because if you're in that cold water, you're probably going to get hypothermia. And then, like, you do start stripping off, don't you? Wait, what? If you get hypothermia, where you're super cold, your brain tells you to start stripping off because it thinks it will be warmer. Does it? Yeah, that's why a lot of time people in the Arctic who are stranded out there, they're found naked because they just start stripping. Wow. Because once you get past a certain point, you've like... Didn't realise hypothermia was so sexy. (laughs) Now that's a sexy way to die. (laughs) I don't think it's sexy stripping. I don't think they do it. <laughs> yeah, no, in the last stages of hypothermia, you put um, that song on <laughs> on a vinyl record. 
and then you start stripping. It's a very it's weird what the human brain can do. Yeah. So I like or it could just be that she's in water and clothes are heavy when you're in water. Have you ever jumped into a pool with full clothes on? No, I did do uh, a life-saving swimming course. Yeah, And we same. had to sort of um, have a T-shirt on or pyjamas. Oh, we had to wear all of our clothes. All of your clothes? Like, just regular clothes. Well, you went to a Catholic school, and I think they were just trying to, like, really cover all their bases. <laughs> just be like, no, all your clothes. You have to wear a winter coat to get into it's the water. It's super heavy, though. Yeah, yeah, it is. And it I is can heavy. see why, if you jumped in, you would take it off to try and swim better, especially when you're exhausted. But I don't know if that doesn't necessarily play into the suicide. It's just so difficult to know what she's thinking if she were having a, some sort of episode. Yeah. It's hard to say. It's really difficult to say. And there's kind of not much either way. Mm. Because I guess this case is still open in a sense. Well, so they've deemed it that... to be... The autopsy report came back saying it was accidental and the police have pretty much said it was an accident. Yeah. But I think there's enough fishy stuff for them to... Mm. There's doubt, but there's no evidence. Yeah. So in the absence of any evidence, there's no kind of... Where would I you guess, start like, with I, an yeah, investigation? I don't know where you'd go. Like, If you've got no witnesses, you've got no CCTV, well, that's the thing. you've got no they, forensics. They clearly did have witnesses. If they had spoken to the people she had shared a room with before, yeah. if they had found out where she'd been staying the two days before she stayed at the Cecil, if they'd like been able to track more of her movements and known mm. if she'd run into anyone dodgy, like we would be in a better place to say... No, she didn't run into anyone strange who might have hurt her. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like you'd then, even if you found there was someone a bit weird she'd met, mm. you'd have to find some pretty compelling evidence at their house or whatever yeah. in order to make any kind of case against them. Yeah, I guess. But it's like, I don't know, why would she go up to the roof and why... I, okay, the roof thing I can understand... Like, you're curious, you go explore. I just don't understand why going into the water tank... Like, it's such yeah. a huge effort to do. And she couldn't even be bothered to stay in the lift. Like, the, like clearly the lift was, like, being slow. Like, she was jumping in and out and very, like... She left the lift and didn't bother using it. So you're saying she was kind of jumpy and impatient and wanting to move around. Yeah, and, like, why would you put that much time and effort in... Like, it seemed like she flit flitted between things. Mm. And, like, putting the, finding the ladder, putting it up against, climbing in, opening the lid and stuff, that's, all, that's a lot of work and a lot of one-track, OK, I have to get into this water tank. Yeah, but... But, There's nothing to go on, mm. which is why this is such a... It's like an interesting case, but it's also just like a total dead end. Yeah, it is. There's really a part... Which is why I think you have this uh, blank canvas for people to start writing mm. ghost songs about it. Oh, God, yeah. Um, I, just, I just want to put this out there. If I do die, right, I have, I have certain artists who are allowed to make a song about me. And my Can death. I write a song about you? 
No. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm, there's going to be a high bar of musical quality. So what? Grimes is allowed to make like a weird sort of song about me. Um, Smashing Pumpkins can can do, you know, something a bit strange if they want. Why can't me and Britney collab on a song about okay. you? If Britney, if Britney Spears wants to collab with you about my death in a in a song, yeah. you have my absolute permission. Woohoo! Britney, hit up the podcast, slide into our DMs, <laughs> and then if I die in a suspicious circumstance, you know, you'll know this is evidence. Can we play it at your funeral? I think you. I think you have to play it in my funeral, like as the coffin's being lowered, just like do 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 do. He's died. Do, 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 do. I'm sure Britney would write a better song than that. Yeah, she is good at songwriting. Yes, she does the writing on the songs. I'm sure, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Catherine learns about the pop industry for the first time. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Cat's Cabinet of Curiosities. If you enjoyed the episode and now you're worried that a ghost is going to haunt you because it killed other people and also there's photos of it but only at bad quality, then subscribe and review the podcast wherever you're listening. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at CatsCabinet underscore pod or Facebook at CatsCabinet. Thanks for listening. Hit me up on Tumblr, clabs dash man. I post monthly. I'm not going to put that in. <laughs>